da da da. Welcome to Pogs Nation, uh, the first and best Pogs cast out of uh, southern Ontario, Canada. Um, my name is Jim Carrey II, the second, uh, the <laughs> most well-known uh, Jim Carrey. Not not that one though. Um, and uh, joining me today is my friend, twenty-five years younger, Justin Trudeau. And and also, I'm a moose. Yeah, my friend, he's a, he's a moose. Um, I'm actually Canadian, and that that stereotype is in general pretty um, pretty toxic. But he is actually a moose in this case. So yeah. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna go over. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> Pogs corner. Woo. Okay, and we reached the part of the podcast where we're gonna go over um, the really super excellent sweet Pogs that I picked up um, at the grocery store um, to, uh, this week. All right. So first up, Batman. Yeah. Um, second up, this one is uh, really cool because it's holographic. It's it's the Joker. This was in the same pack. Hey, Justin, what pogs did you get this week? Well, I had to bust bust out my my uh, Rosart markers and fix all these Captain America pogs into Captain Canada pogs. Yeah. I really hope nothing about this comes back to haunt me in about 25 years. Okay, um, Moose, what pogs did you get today or this week? I'm a moose. Okay, uh, yeah. I think that he has some stuck to his hooves, but I don't want to touch them. So, All right, so that was Pogs Corner. Uh, thank you. Now, as is traditional in all Canadian podcasts, Oh, Canada. Our home and native dun, 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 Hello, Internet, and welcome back to Draft the Universe, the Nerd Fight Battle Royal. This is the podcast where we pick a topic, pick our favorites, and then fight to the death, or maybe just for bragging rights. I'm Jafar. I'm Chris. And I'm Benny. Benny and the Jets. I was hoping I'd get drafted to a better team, but... <laughs> uh, we could have gone the whole thing yeah we could yeah we could um all right i forgot this but, may not be the target audience for a new york jets joke <laughs> the the one poor sap who yeah. came here th- expecting us to talk about the football draft yeah uh i wonder if that's a significant portion of those really strange uh listens that we get midstream or on the only on the recent episodes hmm. it's just like people's like hey this ain't football. <laughs> Maybe. Well, I'm here for you, random listener. We can talk football. I love football. We can talk football. Uh, we can talk losing your fantasy football league. Ben. Anyways. Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what we're here to talk about today. Today, we are here to talk about fads. We're in the second half of the fads topic right now. We're about to kick off the fads debate. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 
I just want to ask, did you guys come find anything interesting or uh, uh, different than you expected as you were going through uh, your research? Because I know I did. Yeah? Yes. Research? Yeah, I know. Who yeah. does research? I do. I do. And that's why I get so mad when it doesn't even matter how much inf- like research or data points I have when it's, yeah, but I really liked this album as a kid. Sometimes you don't know why it doesn't even matter how hard you try. I will note um, that I updated the scoreboard uh, before we got here, mm-hmm. and there is a one of the possible outcomes of this match, uh, or of this set of matches, will actually lead to a perfect three-way tie in overall points. <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Um, just so you know, that's how close we are right now. Uh, in overall total topic points, Ben, you've got 19, mm-hmm. Chris, you've got 18, and I have 17. So if I take first, Chris takes second, and Ben takes third. Which is a statistical possibility. That's one of the possible outcomes. Yeah, that's one of the least likely outcomes, though, right? <laughs> well, no, see, I, I did lose a lot for a long time, but it's been over a month now, and I haven't lost, which means it's never going to happen. I'm never going to lose again. I am guaranteed victory until this podcast is done. Well, I mean, what episode are we on right now? I, I am I am immortal. I have become Death the Destroyer of Podcasts. I think this is 27 or 28. I think it's, yeah, 27 or 28. This will be 28. 28. 28, okay. Um, yeah, not counting the uh, the two uh, weirdos that we launched last, last week, by the way. Or, or the uh, WrestleMania episode. Oh, yeah. Or episode zero. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, by the way, um, the, uh, the handful of episodes that we launched recently... Um, yeah, let us know what you think. We're still kind of brewing on it, and I don't think we're ready to kind of, you know, readdress it right now. But it's, that's pretty weird, right? I'm mostly concerned because the draft commis- commissioner has not commented on it. Yeah. And no- yeah. normally he gives me a detailed rundown of everything that happens on every episode, even the stuff we cut out. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm concerned. Well, I think the best thing we can do is to ignore it and play the game. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's so, what he tells me every day when I wake up is draft. Um, so, yeah, I'm assuming that's what's important. So, uh, speaking of what's important, the first match is uh, Chris versus Jaffer. All right. Oh, okay. So we can, <clears throat> we can get right into this, boys. Oh, okay, yep. I guess I will save my interesting anecdote for when it comes up. As you should. All right. Uh, so, lock it in, guys. Um, before we do that, I need to make sure I feed my Tamagotchi real quick. So it's still, so it's still alive. alive. <laughs> yeah, nope. Tamagotchi, Tamagotchi Tracker 2018. Uh, my Tamagotchi <laughs> is doing very well, actually. Um, yeah, let's let's check. We can take some time to check in on. Yeah, let's on... let's check in on uh, on Drafty here. Yeah. That's drafty. Oh, that's, oh. that's adorable. He's got glasses like you. Yeah, he's got big old glasses. As you can see, uh, his stuff is not so full that I clearly did it right before we got here, but also, like, not dangerous. Oh! Oh, he's growing up right now! Oh, my God. He literally is becoming a teenager on podcast. Oh, how adorable. Okay. Uh? Oh, what? That's, that's ugly as sin, isn't it? What the fuck? All right. Well, now he's just some kind of like weird racist-looking lemon. Yeah, he looks like lemon grab. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna keep taking care of you, Tamagotchi, even if I don't 
love what, you as what's, much. Jafer, what's in the box? Um, that's an ad box. You you press it and you watch an ad and you get coins. Okay. I don't ah, do those. Yeah, the, the curse of the freemium <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna. That's fine. We're not gonna get in that. But my Tamagotchi is currently satiated, so we can go ahead and move on to the next topic. All right. Um. So, Chris, you pick first. Okay. I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna go with um. I'm gonna go with Will Smith writes the theme song. Will Smith writes the theme song. Well, per- performs. He also writes. Yes. Okay. Um, with 100% original samples, not from <laughs> prominent hip hop or R&B tunes. <laughs> oh, wiki wiki wah wah. Okay. All right. Okay, Jafar. What's your pick? Question, Chris. Answer, Jafar. If Will Smith were to commit a crime, would he leave Fresh Prince? I want to say no. Um, I think that he's probably smart enough to apply some kind of like putty to his fingertips. As, to... you, as the audience can clearly see now, I'm doing my best Philosoraptor because I am taking memes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. So it is memes versus uh, Will Smith doing the theme song. Yep. And I'm going, I'm opening up the Mr. Potato Head. You know how you flip open the little thing on its butt? Because yeah. inside are all of our criteria. Uh-huh. All right. Written on pieces of Mr. Potato Head's face. Yes. So what's the ear say? It says, which fad had the shortest shelf life shortest wins huh so fads are often you know uh, defined by their rapid rise and fall okay which one disappeared the fastest i'm sad i was hoping to get this one for fidget spinners because those disappeared over freaking night (laughs) that they did yeah Although it wouldn't work for Turbo Man, because he will never die. It's true. Besides Turbo Man, these are probably two of the maybe top three longest running fads we have on here. Because, I mean, Fresh Prince was, what, 92? And Men in Black was 2000? Men in Black 2 was the last one. Yeah, Men in Black 2 was the last one he did. And, uh, yeah, so, well, let's, we'll we'll get into it, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Chris, you go first. Okay. Um, so just to start off with, let's, let's agree that shortest lived does not mean that they weren't great, right? Well, yeah, yeah that's yeah. not what no, I would say. All of these fads are fantastic. Yeah, they're all fantastic. I don't want to throw any any shade on Will Smith because I hear that nowadays he's got a really crazy son who might take some shit up for him on Twitter. So yeah, I mean, okay, so we've got uh, roughly in order here. I might make an error, but Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Men in Black. Wild Wild West, a wicked wild, a wicked wild wild, and Men in Black Two, and then the Pursuit of Happiness and Seven Pounds. Did he? He did not do theme songs. No, for those. those are also very downer, dramatic films. I was. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's maybe there's a case to be made. You know, I am Legend, right? Yeah. Um, maybe that because I'm I'm thinking of the theme song for that was something and just like, brum, bum, brum, right? And that could have been Will Smith and an expensive microphone and a ton of processing. So I don't know for certain. Um, But yeah, I mean, 
it was a magical moment in the 90s oh, yeah. where Will Smith um, Will Smith did the theme song for pretty much everything he was involved in. Um, and that ended pretty quick. After uh, a couple of great hits, right? Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, which we could probably do from memory all the way through. Yeah, right? indeed. Yep. Um, Men in Black. Here come the men in black. Here yeah. they come. Yes. Yep. Me, forget me, forget me nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, of course, let's let, let's not argue. the The best of all of these is the is Wild Wild West. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Jim yeah. West, Desperada, Rough Rider. No, you don't want nada. There is a video of me karaokeing <laughs> Wild Wild West on YouTube. I'm very lucky. There is no video of elementary school Ben mm-hmm. for my uh, school talent show. My friend and I did a choreographed dance to the Men in Black theme song. Oh, uh, man, I wish this existed. And we were, <laughs> oh, I wish this still existed. Can we I call really, your parents? <laughs> it does happens? not exist. But we were really mad because uh, another group of kids decided to do just the background dancer dance from the music video, which is about 35, 40 seconds worth of dancing, just in a loop for the entire thing. <laughs> so we were not the only group doing a dance to the song. <laughs> and part of it was supposed to be our other friend was going to introduce us because he had an alien mask and it ends with us <gasps> he's an alien chasing him down uh, <laughs> and his mom refused to let him wear the alien mask because he was going to be uh, you know doing a show in front of people and so we show up you know in our suits with our you know uh, laser tag guns <laughs> you know ready to do this and he shows up you know in a button down and a tie and we're like, what what's going on dude like this doesn't make any sense now. So it was an existential dread that I did not know I could feel. <laughs> I'm sorry you had to experience that, Ben. It's okay. I wish that video existed because I really want to see your oh, God, yeah. Dance. Oh, yeah. I'm so sh- badly. I'm sure it was great. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm will... sure it was definitely entertaining. <laughs> oh, if... yeah. <laughs> okay, so if that video exists, I'm putting an open bounty on it. I will pay. <laughs> I will pay $50. If you can find this American video, or Canadian, uh, American. Both. Okay. Well, whichever is highest. First on the one choice. And then the other. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I'll give you your choice of 50 American dollars or 50 Canadian dollars. Uh, the Canadian dollars will come in toonies because toonies are great. Um, that's 25 toonies. That's a nice hunk of change to carry around your pocket. It's going to jingle. You're going to have enough money for a night out on the town in uh, the same handful of coins that you'd usually have. That would only maybe give you a correct change for one or two meals. Um, so yeah, uh, so if you, if you do find it, please, please contact me. I, I, I I'll throw $25 in on that. All right. $75 is the bounty for this video of, of Ben. Um, can we give, can we give your, like your, your high school out? Well, this would have been Patterson elementary in Tecumseh, Michigan. <laughs> um, so. Pa- okay. So if, if you attended Patterson elementary in Tecumseh, Michigan, and you have a video of a men in black song, with a dance routine, please, for please. the love, for the love of God, please. as long as it's not the other one. Yeah, yeah, we we don't <laughs> want the other one. <laughs> I'll settle. I mean, I, okay, <laughs> I'll take I'll take the second one. I won't pay full price, but if you have the second one, just to just to like corroborate my story, yeah, to corroborate Ben's story, I'll maybe let's say uh, twenty bucks. I can do twenty bucks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
assuming uh, uh, first by the way first yeah first come first served i can't I can't pay for multiple angles of this. Uh, um, although it'd be you great. You want full coverage? I don't want. I don't know. I I don't need if to. If we get enough angles, we can rebuild it in three D. <laughs> <laughs> we can do our own fucking VR experience. <laughs> okay, we have strayed far enough. But yeah. Last last my last statement is that um, it hit its peak with Wild Wild West, right? Which is a fantastic theme song, mm-hmm. fantastic movie. Let's be honest here. It is not. It is. It is in the best way. It is bad. Mechanical fucking Spider Man. It is bad in the best fucking way. By the time that Men in Black Two rolled around, uh, the whole Will Smith does the theme song bit was being done as a throwback to its former self, and so it kind of had already expired. All right, Jafar. Well, memes have been around for about maybe a little bit. Memes have been around for about five years, give or take. Um. And I could go on about that, but I feel like you just got unlucky, Chris. I I um, don't I, do, do I don't you agree. Know, do you know what happened literally yesterday? What happened yesterday? Will Smith put out the theme for the World Cup. That's not a movie. No, it's Will Smith does the theme. Hold on a second. <laughs> I'm Google it. Will Smith just did the theme for the World Cup. Literally, you can just Google News Will Smith, and it's all that's going to come up right now. <laughs> okay. I, 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 I feel like that has to be brought up. I mean, I'll... It has, I'll, it has to be brought I'll, up. I'll acknowledge it for the timeliness, but that still keeps us at... That keeps us at six occurrences of this thing happening... How many memes are there, Ben? Um, a lot. And has have memes stopped? Uh, not that I know of. So it, it is a infinitely long train that is still rolling. Yeah, I mean, memes have been pretty strong for five, six years. But they haven't been around for 28 years like Will Smith. Or 38 years? No. 1990 was Fresh Prince. 28 years yeah i mean memes have uh you know they come and they go um there's always seems to be a new meme always seems to be an old meme um they've depending on how broad of a definition we're talking about obviously we can fit a lot more in there and extend the lifespan Uh, but as i said when i drafted particularly image top text bottom text like the white text with black outline thing like that is the generally accepted meme and yeah they come and go but when was the last time you saw like a douchebag steve meme um i'm on reddit a lot more than you are oh yeah that's (laughs) fair well the other thing is that like memes (laughs) you mean at all (laughs) new memes are constantly being created yes Mm -hmm. there is a uh the internet's law of the conservation of memes they do not they are not created or destroyed they merely change formats <laughs> that's fair yeah and i mean yeah a lot of people have seen memes on reddit but how many people have listened to men in black how many people have, are going to watch the world cup across the world how many people have seen grumpy cat yeah a bunch of people have seen grumpy cat I think there are more soccer fans. I mean, 
I could take this back to 1976 when Richard Dawkins coined the term meme, but I think we've laid out enough on the table. So, Ben? Um, I think there's only one real way I can take this, because uh, how did you word it when you drafted it, Chris? Is it just Will Smith does the theme song? Yeah. Okay. Because you didn't specify that it's a movie, and apparently Will Smith just did the theme song to the World Cup, memes have to go another... I think they've been around longer than Jafar's saying. I think they've been around for about 10 years. I remember, like, one does not simply walk into Mordor, like, while I was in high school. Mm, um, fair. But that makes it, you know, maybe 10, 11 years. Will Smith has has the lead. And he had cut it short, but now he's back in the game. And I'm okay with that. I, I haven't listened to it yet. And to be honest, I didn't know it was a thing until about 15 minutes ago. Uh... I'm, it's just I'm, the timing is the timing is too ridiculous to not bring to light. I'm also sad he's working with Putin, but okay. Yeah, you know what? Uh, it seems to be the way things go now. Uh, um, uh, so I'm giving this point to Jafar because of his Putin info. I wonder how he got it. <sighs> I had a secret meeting, but don't worry, mine was completely legal. That was enough. next round. That was to an, be fair. Uh, by we the have way. copies of Jafar's P tape. We won't pay for that. <laughs> that was just for the, everybody at home who didn't uh, get to enjoy this in person. I rolled my eyes very, very far back on that one. Okay. Okay. Who's up next? Fair versus Ben. All right. All right, gentlemen, lock it in. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to go with Beyblades. Beyblades. All right. <sighs> Beyblades, man. Beyblades, man. We once lost in maybe a week. <laughs> to Beyblades? Yeah, we yeah. did. That <laughs> happened. Not, just just for the audience's uh, edification, not to using, purchasing, uh, or really touching Beyblades in any way, but, man, there are some deep holes on YouTube filled with Beyblades. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now they're all landfills full of Beyblades. <laughs> oh, no, man. This dude This dude must be still active. <laughs> I promise. There are people who are still really into Beyblades. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, man. They've. I mean, there's like aftermarket parts for them. It's a whole thing. Oh, man. 3D printers must have been crazy for the underground Beyblade scene. <laughs> underground Beyblade scene. Let's investigate that a little bit, shall we? This what is unsanctioned. Unsanctioned Beyblade well, yeah, tournaments. Ben, Ben, make your pick. All right. Let's save this for the debate. Now, <laughs> up against Beyblades, I could also go with my spinny choice. And go fidget spinners. Mm, Beyblades versus fidget spinners. I know which one of those spins fastest. (laughs) (laughs) But I think going up against a very popular toy, I need to go with the most popular toy. I'm going Turbo Man. Ooh, Ooh. Turbo Man. The gauntlet has been thrown. Uh, Turbo Man, though. (laughs) What's that criteria? All right. I've pulled out an eye, or rather a set of eyes, right? Yeah. Oh, they're the angry eyes. They're the angry eyes. And the angry eyes, scrawled in very fine text. (sighs) (laughs) You gotta gotta let him read it, Ben. No, no, no. It's... Ben's reaction says it all. Like, oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) 
my dad, like, just invested all his money in my opponent's fad. How screwed is his portfolio slash my trust fund? (laughs) Fucking kill me. (laughs) I came up with this. And to tell you the truth, it may go down as my biggest mistake. Okay, fair. So, like, oh my god. My dad just bought, like, 25 Turbo Man dolls. And you might be like, ah, that's not even that many, but they're so rare right now. He literally had to fight Arnold freaking Schwarzenegger to get them. Are you serious? Like, oh my god. How do you even fight Arnold? He's like this big buff dude. And he said Sinbad was there, but whatever. Nobody famous like Sinbad is going to be caught dead trying to get a Turbo Man figure. They just send their assistant out or something. But like, he bought like 25 of these things. He paid like $1,000 a piece. And he had to fight off Strongman for it. I can't believe my dad tried to beat up Conan. Like, he's not going to come back and take these things and be totally screwed? I think I, I think I'm 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 missing the days of Tootsie Pop Crunch. Oh no! We might have one on the table. No, still. no, you've eaten them all. Oh, I probably have. That's yeah, fair. because I had several flavors, and I'm like, ooh, these are my favorites. And then after that, I couldn't touch them. <laughs> also, your dentist called. They said stop. <laughs> they said your your teeth look like Swiss cheese. Okay. That's why it whistles when you talk. Apologize to my oral hygienist for me next time you talk to them, Chris. Okay, so Jafar, your case is that Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to come and take back forcefully all of the Turbomans that this person has bought for their portfolio? Yes. Okay. Ben. For the love of God. Like, oh my God. My dad just, like, went out and... Uh, bought Koro Koro comics because they were the inspiration for Beyblades because he like fell down a YouTube rabbit hole and it's like what? Like you couldn't even buy like an American comic like people read like I know there are the the kids who read the Japanese comics but they're like gross like Archie? (laughs) Like ugh. Hey Archie is a TV show now it's called Riverdale and it's awesome uh, like, whoa, okay, it's on Netflix? Have you heard of Netflix? Okay? Like, ugh. And, like, they make the toys now, and now he's, like, acquired a majority share in the toys, but, like, the only people who play with those are, like, people on YouTube and, like, the weird, weird kids... Like, not the weird kids who you, you're nice to because they might be rich someday. Like, the weird kids you're nice to because you don't want to wake up with your feet in a tub of ice. Weird. And it's just like, now we have to go to all these conventions. And it's like, ugh. My life is ruined. And he spent all of our money and mortgaged both our houses. I like at the very end, there's like a hint of a of, of an extended universe in this situation. Two houses, and he mortgaged both of them? 
Yeah, we can't even go to the Hamptons anymore. He sold our timeshare. Do you know how hard it is to sell a timeshare? Whew. You have to talk to a family from ugh, Wisconsin. I... Okay, we really need to start doing apologies again. Um, Wisconsin, I mean, good I'm, cheese. Yeah, it's a, it's Wisconsin is a garbage state, and Minnesota is a garbage state because it's practically Wisconsin. Actually, they're pretty different. Like having spent a fair amount of time, and you know what, we're not getting into this. But what we can get into is, I believe your dad bought a majority share in the company that makes Beyblades. Yeah, uh, you don't need to go any further, Jafar. Okay. Only only one of the two of you guys has fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger coming for them. And Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to take all those all those Turbo Man dolls back because But he only spent $25,000. And it's a 100% loss. <laughs> this point goes to Jafar. <laughs> also, by extension, um the Turboverse now extends into the hypothetical uh wing of our own world. Yeah, that's, yeah, that makes me happy. I saw a really fun thing on YouTube. Yeah. They did a video where uh, it was the Avengers plus Turbo Man. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's been watch- Somebody has been listening to our podcast. I guess. I don't know. But it was, yeah, they all line up for, for the big fight against uh, uh, Thanos' army. And then there's Turbo Man. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. It um, was great. All right. All right, so that's that's confirmed. MCU Turboverse, yeah, Turboverse. Not even Turboverse adjacent. Just it is just Turboverse. Turboverse. It's just the Turboverse. Or oh, I also have to point out the Wikipedia page for Jingle All the Way Two is the saddest thing I have ever seen. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna watch this movie real soon. <laughs> it consists of this is a sequel to Jingle All the Way done by director's name and wwe studios the plot synopsis is one sentence oh boy and then it lists the cast i mean do you need more that is it do you need more than one sentence for that (laughs) this movie is great you should watch it (laughs) synopsed (laughs) (laughs) typically the better a thing is the more the more neat there is to the wikipedia page i agree yeah um uh, all right, guys. I okay. mean, this is more of an amuse-bouche of uh, a Wikipedia page. It is an hors d'oeuvre. It's a, it's a tapas. Yeah, it is one cucumber sandwich. It's a, it's a Turboverse tapas. All right. Next match, Ben versus Chris. All right. I'm going to grab a criteria out of Mr. Potato Head's back here. All right. A derriere. And it's on the hat. Who's so up? Let's lock him in. Yeah, who's going first? Ben. I am. Ah, uh, man, Chris, I'm disappointed. I thought Turbo Turbo Man would be an instant win. It was an instant win, but the question gave Turbo Man to Jafar. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was kind of luck of the draw. Okay, well, because it was the thing that I uh, said I was going to pick number one, I did pick number one, and Chris was the most confused about it. Oh God! I'm taking flagpole sitting. I should. I should. Okay. I should clarify. I was not confused so much as had a very different conception of what flagpole sitting was in my head. That did not involve any sort of like contraption to aid you in being on the flagpole, but simply you being on the flagpole and the flagpole being partially 
in you because people are dumb and that wasn't so like uh far off in my head uh but anyways i'm going up against ben um so i'm going to take ben's secret weakness his kryptonite podcasts Mm. well this is gonna be real interesting criteria for these two picks in particular movies made of nostalgia are great right right who stars in your fads modern movie (laughs) okay all right i got it ben you go first so it's a period piece 1920s and we need somebody to portray our hero alvin shipwreck kelly the man who started the fad of pole sitting as he uh <laughs> what yeah he was a sailor used to being up there in those 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 uh high beams and ropes oh my god it was it's fucking about it's about being in the crow's nest I mean, well, it's not even, you're not in a nest. You're just up there on a pole. Um, and <laughs> It's he, a nautical he, thing. Yeah. What his, the fuck is life? Yeah, his, his original pole sitting was in 1924, and he was up there for 13 hours and 13 minutes. And who do we know that can helm a uh, period piece about a person who can balance real well? Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, okay. he did that. That's clever. He did, that. he did the tightrope walking movie. Yeah. The, did anyone see that movie? No. Nobody saw that movie. Continue. Yeah, but now he's playing a badass guy called Shipwreck. <laughs> to be clear, I I saw it. I was stuck in a hotel once. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's okay. Um, there's also a documentary that it's based on. And I've seen the documentary. It's, it's really it's really good. Yeah. Joseph Gordon Go, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Is a treasure. I yes. Will, I will never see Yeah, he was a great Cobra commander. Okay, Ben, he's playing? Yeah, uh, he's playing Alvin Shipwreck Kelly. Uh, and so in the in the movie, he is the beacon that holds it all together. He is up there on the top of this uh, pole as several contained vignettes happen around him as the people observe this birth of a phenomenon. Okay. Uh as you know it's it's a couple who you know suddenly they were on the rocks but they figure everything out while also having a conversation about this this sailor up on the top of a pole uh it's uh you know the small town mayor who doesn't know if he's gonna run again because his family's been you know on having having difficulties but his son is just like no dad i believe in you just like that guy believes in himself (laughs) and through it all, we get Alvin Shipwreck up there, stoic. And, and then he comes down and just walks off into the sunset, having changed everyone's lives. Man, that sounds like a movie Chris would be forced to watch in a hotel room. That sounds like the section of Forrest Gump where he runs, except it's the entire film and he stands in one place. And that's it. <laughs> Yeah, but that's the best part of Forrest Gump. So I mean, you also know this movie would win at least five Oscars. I mean, I think that I think you should have cast Tom Hanks because Tom Hanks could could sit on a pole. <laughs> All right, Chris, I'm fucking broken now. <laughs> the fact that pole sitting exists, how do I even? Well, I mean, it could also conclude 
when he reclaimed his title and stood up on one for 49 days. But I decided to go with the beginning. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a choice, Ben. And you've made your choice. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, podcast the movie. <laughs> All right, we're going to get... Um, we're gonna we're gonna do like an all star team up for the writing slash direction. Okay. Um, we're gonna go with uh, Edgar Wright and Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen is also going to uh, he's gonna play like a secondary character. Main character is gonna be Thomas Middleditch of Silicon Valley. Okay. Um, and he's gonna star as the uh, kind of like nerdy up in his own head person who can only express himself by like talking to a tape recorder. Um, and then there's going to be his, like, best friend, um, Seth Rogen, who's kind of, like, a stoner. He's like, hey, man, you should put that out on this new thing that I've got, the iPod. And it's, like, a comically large original iPod, and the audience will laugh at it. This movie is going to be really great for, like, the, the exact moment in history that, we, that we're releasing it. And then 20 years from now, nobody's going to even remotely get it. But um, that's kind of like podcasting, really. So uh, so they're going to embark on a uh, on a journey to come up with, like, the best way to, 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 you know, launch this new thing that they're calling a podcast. And everybody's like, that sounds really fucking dumb, dude. But eventually they uh, convince like a high level executive of some company who will be played by, Oh, what's the guy? Who, what's the name of the guy who played Aldous? No, <laughs> it's not an old fielding. It's Russell, the other Russell Brand. Yes. Sorry. Russell Brand. Oh yeah. Okay. Russell, yeah. So Russell Brand is going to play um, the kind of like, uh, forward-thinking but slightly sleazy uh, executive uh, who's just going to like, yes, yes, let's do this. And his ideas to help promote this podcast and the content for it are going to become weirder and weirder until eventually it's clear that this has turned into some kind of cult and they have to escape the cult. Um, and uh, along the way, there'll be many, you know, like many memorable characters played by this stable of people, which I'm pretty sure you know exactly which film over that this exists in right now yeah yeah um so any of the cast of like grandma's boy silicon valley or um uh pineapple express that's that's what we're looking for to be clear i don't think this is going to wind up on the list of like best films ever but i think that it is going to make a fuck ton of money um and that itself it might be a fad as much of a fad as podcasting is i mean only one of these movies is getting my butt in a seat. <laughs> and it's not watching Joseph Gordon-Levitt sit on a pole for 18 hours. Well, no, no, let's be clear. Watching Joseph Gordon-Levitt sit on a pole for 18 hours is something I would pay a premium for. <laughs> uh, Chris, you managed to describe a perfect blend if someone in Hollywood goes, Hey, you know the IT crowd in Silicon Valley? Let's make a period piece movie. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, it's a, a, yeah, a, a it's brand new period piece where down to it like is the, the early, early 90s. And everything like the executive <laughs> uh, Russell Brandt uh, channeling the guy, the executive from the IT crowd in my head. Yeah, I'm totally going to go see that movie. So Chris gets the point. <laughs> so I was doing a little bit more reading as Chris was talking because I hadn't gone to the next section of the, the article about it. People have died, Polson. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they fell off the pole they were sitting on? No, it collapsed after 125 days. And the current world record is 439 days. What? 
people just bringing you food and stuff? I guess. And it was to protest the price of gasoline. <laughs> was it? Did it hit two fifty a gallon when that happened? This was the eighties, so oh it has God. not been effective. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that guy rest, wasted right. over a year of his life. <laughs> yeah, that's man. I'm really fed also, up with all just, of this bullshit. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go sit on a fucking pole. What the fuck is going on with this? I don't get this. Gas is so expensive, I'm going to quit my job and leave my house for over a year. That guy votes. All right. <laughs> no, because he would have had to come out of the poll. Well, he missed, theoretically, a election, maybe two, depending on the time. And no, he pro- uh, th- I'm talking that about kind of guy, that kind of guy, that guy, he was probably, he probably had an absentee ballot. Yeah, like, like yeah. bring me my absentee ballot up the poll with the sandwich, I'll fill it out, and down it goes. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the end of the first round. Uh, the second round starting, and it starts with Jafer versus Chris. All right, lock in your votes, guys. Just thinking about what I'm going to take. Hold on. Um, let me take another break here to check on my Tamagotchi real quick. Um, yeah, Tamagotchi update. What's going on with him? Well, um, when Ben was talking about the flagpole sitting, I had to feed him and clean up after him. He looks to be doing pretty good right now, though. Yeah. Does he have to poop? Uh, no. It's a little down. We can try to make him poop. No, no, he doesn't want to poop. He doesn't want to poop. Now okay. you see that little no when I tap the toilet. He uh, he's like, no, I, I do not need to poop. I do not need to poop. Just like if I try to like, he'll probably just let me pet him for forever. Uh, that's uh, that smile is jarring. All right. Um, now that my Tamagotchi is taken care of, I think I'm gonna go with Pokemon Go. All right. All I know right. one, one very excited listener very excited right, excited now. right now, <laughs> Lori Gurley, wherever you are. <laughs> um. I'm going to go for the fad in my life that came directly before the original Pokemon. Pogs. All right. Okay, and we've got, I believe this is the left arm. Yep. What is tattooed upon that arm? History repeats itself. Launch the latest incarnation, or 2.0, of your fad. Oh, yeah. So, Jafar... <laughs> Pokemon Go 2.0. Let's go. <laughs> that was a really in joke. Pause. If you watch, if you watch the gaming news. <laughs> so, Pokemon Go 2.0. It's got good, uh, good consonants or assonance. It's got good mouthfeel. Yeah, totally. Yeah, assonance. Okay, so you might think, oh, what is this? This is just like, it's not like a patch. Because I'm pretty sure Pokemon Go is actually on or past 2.0 at this point. Um, if not, I'm sure that's coming soon. That's not what I'm interested in. That's not what this question is asking. This is about the comeback, right? And Pokemon Go still being made, still being updated. Um, we even have a new version of Pokemon Go coming out in November, I think, for Switch. That's Pokemon Let's Go. That is technically its own thing but it will be integrated with pokemon go well yeah so you don't yes. it doesn't use the gps but it uses the same catch mechanics um the same gym battling mechanics and mm-hmm. you play through the first game if the first game were like pokemon go only you don't have to actually walk anywhere yeah 
Um, Which is the biggest problem with Pokemon Go is <laughs> the walking, leaving the yeah. bunker. So uh, um, my... there's only the one Pokestop here in the bunker, and there's no gyms. I know. Uh, yeah. Um, it's sad. Um, but at least we've got that one Pokestop to get balls occasionally. Mm-hmm. So my pitch for Pokemon Go 2.0 is 80 years in the future. And I don't mean 80 years in Pokemon future. I mean 80 years in our future. In our future. Gotcha. Okay. Um, at this point, um, for no reason in particular, I'm pretty sure time travel will exist. So 2098. 2098. Um, I'm pretty sure we'll have time travel figured out by then. I have an inkling that we figured out before then for no particular reason. I'm not going to get into that right now. Um, but regardless, and what Pokemon Go 2.0 is, is there's a lot of... Uh, people, because humans live much longer than, who have this idealized version of that one week when they were like 20 years old. And instead of making a new app, Pokemon 2.0, Go 2.0 is literally a time machine back to the week Pokemon Go 1.0 came out. And you just get to go back and live that week again. That magical first week of Pokemon Go. <laughs> <laughs> So it's it's always the first week. It's always the first week of Pokemon Go. Interesting. Like a Groundhog's Day scenario? Um theoretically if you kept going back, yes. Okay. What I'm what I'm interested in is are you, you do you go back into a time loop essentially? Um it depends on how time travel works. Um once again for no particular reason, I don't think it's the kind of like quantum leap time travel where you assume your old body Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's not how time travel works for no particular reason. Once again, not like I have any practical experience with this. Um, yeah. But, you know, I've heard things that would make so, me believe. So what I want to know is that you go back to the first week of Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. And let's say that uh, some 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 kid uh, kind of, like, gets in your ways. You're trying to get over to that, that Charmander spawn that you really want, right? Yeah. And... He, he, like, gets in your way. He's like, are you playing Pokemon Go? And you're just like, get out of my way, kid. I got to go get that Charmander. He's like, oh, Charmander, where is he? And then then you've missed it. You've missed that Charmander, well, right? You can try again when you go back But, but let's, say that, let's say that you get really frustrated and maybe that you assault this kid. Mm-hmm. Then you've probably got some anger issues you need to work out, and you probably shouldn't I mean, be in the first week of Pokemon Go. But are there consequences for when you go back to Pokemon Go 2.0? Um, no. I don't know if there are consequences to time travel like that. No, because you're um, going back and it, time hasn't caught up with you yet. Well, I mean, it depends time on... time is linear. So you have 80 years from the time that kid got hurt to catch up to you. But if you're just going back right now, that hasn't the ripple hasn't gotten to you yet. Okay. I mean, it's it's real iffy there, though. Because if time is linear and isn't linear, but we have branching time... But oh, it's time. Not. There's no, just the well, one. yeah, but I uh, mean, guys, we can't guys, really. Guys, I fucking knew that was going to happen. <laughs> okay, I guess I'll take over. Pogs 2.0. Yes, Pogs 2.0. Okay, so what I'm imagining. Um... Back to the future Pogs. <laughs> no time loop involved. Um, uh, no, no mistakes in your past to atone for or. Things to, to make right again. Hey, uh, take this napkin. Wipe the blood off Jafar's nose. Yeah, yeah. He's, here, he's got a real bad nosebleed. Here, here you go, buddy. Yeah. There you go. You look you look much better now, okay? Okay. 
Um, so Pogs 2.0, I'm thinking maybe Pogs, P-O-G-S, or sorry, P-O-G-Z, Pogs, uh, for the 2.0, because, you know, when you add the Z, it's kind of more hip, it's kind of more cool. Uh, so the year is 1999. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to start off um, with your bog standard Pogs, right? These are just, like, compressed uh, paper pulp with cool things printed on them. They are more or less collectible. Um, and we're going to apply the elements... Um, first of Magic the Gathering. So these pogs are going to come in blind packs. Um, they are going to be released in expansions. Um, the expansions could be subject matter themed. Uh, they could be like, these pogs are entirely Steven Universe pogs. Um, it could also be more abstract things. There could be storylines going on in which all of these characters from different IPs interact and the pogs represent moments of this, these storylines. And you're going to have a tiered system for pogs. Um, and this, it's going to be tiered in two ways. First, you have rarity, right? And you'll have, um, you know, like regular and then holographic. And then uh, you'll have also materials, which is going to be part of the, of the, the rarity. But basically, um, more rare pogs, the more rare it is, the better materials it'll be made out of. So at the bottom, we're going to have compressed paper. At the top, it's going to be slightly heavier. So the individual pogs that are rare are harder to flip because they have more weight to them at the very top is going to be like like these very cool kind of embedded hologram clear acrylic resin pogs that are almost slammers in their own right um and they'll be excellent i'm, I'm thinking that maybe there'll be some ar kind of like you can use your phone to take a look at these pogs and you'll see like a hologram but that's not important to the whole thing the main thing is that you're going to have these things released in blind packs over time um, and there will be a metagame as well you can play pogs the regular way or you can get a pogs mat which will have maybe like a certain arrangement of pog stacks into which you will put your pogs in kind of like a you, you'll randomly shuffle them and uh and rather than trying to slam on your opponents you'll slam on your own pogs trying to make them flip so that they'll do things to your opponent you know damage and things like that maybe if you flip a uh Let's say if you flick, flip a Michael J, uh, Michael J. Fox off the top and he lands face up, you get to take a couple of pogs because he's traveled back in time and, and you, you put them on the top of your, of your, of your pile again in the order that you wish. Um, and of course, at the far end of this, we'll have the, the ultra collectors kind of hardcore market where you play for keeps and some of these pogs are made of platinum, uh, electrum. Electrum is a, a mixture of gold and silver, if you weren't aware of this. Um, and then super compressed carbon diamond pogs. Okay. Well, I have no interest in playing that pogs game, but the draft commissioner has completely blanked out Jafar's entire response from my brain. <laughs> so Chris wins. <laughs> I think he's blanked it from Jafar's. Boop trim. Uh, what? You all right, Jafar? Oh, he's back. Okay, so... Nope, it's um, okay, it happened. Pokemon Go 2.0. You already did it. What? It's, it's done. It's okay. It's done? It's done. Did, did, did I win? No. Can, can we win this time? No. Okay. This time? And you will not Chris be out in time that. for WrestleMania. 
That was I was making a Rambo, Rambo First Blood joke. Yeah. Rambo okay. Two, <laughs> <laughs> or Rambo First Blood Part Two. Yeah, Rambo First Blood Part Two. Okay. Although apparently Man. they're making Rambo Five, and he's fighting the Mexican cartels. <laughs> Rambo First Blood Part Two. That, as far as movie names go, that's like advanced calculus. Um, There's some parentheses yeah. and some order of operations involved yes. in that one right so. there. Rambo First Blood Part 2 is the one where he actually goes back to Vietnam. And wins. Because Rambo First Blood actually takes place in a small town in America where Rambo is having PTSD flashbacks and killing people. He, he only kills one person on accident. Everyone so, else he doesn't kill. Yeah. So everything that happens in Rambo that looks like it's Vietnam is actually a PTSD flashback and doesn't actually happen. It's actually yeah, a I'm, really I'm, I'm aware. Yeah, I'm but Rambo First Blood Part 2 is him in a prison camp after his manslaughter and going crazy in a town. And an American general comes and gets him in the first scene. He's like, we need to send you back to Nam. He's all like, can we win this time? And it's like the first line of the movie. <laughs> Do we so, have to win this time? Yeah. It's um, my movies. And I really care about POWs and MIAs, even though it's been 10 years and they don't exist anymore. Next yeah. up All right. is Ben versus Jafar. Okay. All right. Well, going up against Jafar, I'm going to just do a little free word association. <laughs> and because Jafar is a skank, skank, skanking ska. I'm not a skank. That's that's a little uncalled for, Ben. That's that is unnecessary, Ben. And you know what? If we're going to be aiming for each other, if that's what we're doing right now, I'm taking Firefly. All right. Man, we've been, getting, we've been getting real personal the last couple of games. <laughs> Hold on, I have to feed my Tamagotchi. Okay, um... I mean, Seriously, we don't have time for this, man. Yeah. It's fine. He's just... Oh, what the fuck? I forgot to turn sound off, sorry. What the fuck is okay. that? He's fine. Okay, he's going to bed. Why why are you putting a little pillow over his head on the, the screen, Javer? Because he's going to bed. That's not how you put them to sleep. No, he's fine, Chris. He's just... No, it's just for him. It's, I'm not pressing it down, Chris. Okay. Stop reading into things. Okay. Um, Firefly. Okay. What, what's the criteria? Next next time... In, next in between topics, though, we really need to check out that, that, ta- that tab on that app that looks like a graveyard. Um, okay. Pitch the gritty reboot of your fad. And I am sad that I didn't get this one, so I couldn't pitch the gritty reboot of Gritty Reboot, but I am looking forward to the gritty reboot of both of these things. Okay. The gritty reboot of Ska. <laughs> Which is... Death Ska. Well, and to be... We were talking about third wave Ska, so not, not any of the older kinds. Punk Ska. What's, uh, what's second wave ska? ska? Uh, second wave ska is uh, uh, two tone and uh, similar uh, English bands, and okay. first wave ska is a uh, is Caribbean music that mixed guitars and horns. There's a lot to ska. What about um the what about Victorian ska? There was no Victorian ska. Yeah, there was. Surely. Okay, continue. Ben. Yeah. Okay. So. It is the distant year of 20XX. Ooh. Cyberpunk future. Neon lights. Cars that just leave lines behind them wherever they go. Everyone has impossibly high collars, and it's always raining for some reason. 
where can the people of the year 20XX find some respite? Find a release? Why, it's in the secret underground uh, speakeasies where, where ska is the music of the people. Because when the corporations run everything, the only thing you care about is freedom. The freedom to play music with a horn section. <laughs> Which, by the way, Secret Underground Speakeasies, what's the most noticeable music you could play in, an, in a Secret Underground Speakeasy that you don't want people to hear, but really fucking loud horns? There's soundproofing. It's the year 20XX, Chris. Okay, yes, okay, I agree. In less than 100 years, there will be much better soundproofing. And it's it's the voice of freedom and screaming out against the oppressive state because it is happiness and joy but with you know lyrics that aren't as happy as the the music makes it sound that is what mm. ska is and also it rains so you need a bucket hat <laughs> and everybody has to wear a button down but because yours has floral prints you show you're not giving in to the system man <laughs> What about our hero in all this, Ben? The guy who's been there the whole time. Now he's wearing a leather overcoat, but he's still wearing a banana costume. <laughs> and his name <laughs> is Ben 20XX. And he uses his trombone as a voice for the people. <laughs> and he's, he's, he's crouching down on a rooftop. Cyberska? <laughs> Cyberska skank warrior Ben. Yep. And then he jumps off and explodes into digital uh, ones and zeros to take back the world of 20XX. All right. <laughs> so, Gritty Reboot Firefly. Um, I need to I need to do some some stage setting here as well. Okay. Guardians um, of the Galaxy, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I'm going to set this in a dark timeline <laughs> mm-hmm. of, in, of humanity, but I don't need to go that far into the future. We're just going to say 2019. Um, okay. Trump has been president for three years. Oh, Jesus. Um, we're best friends with North Korea now and Russia, and no one knows what's going on in the world. Um, Joss Whedon is finally done executive producing Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and has this giant pile of money that he has gotten from Avengers and Avengers 2 and Justice League. And he just has so much money, he doesn't know what to do with it. So he calls up his boy, Alan Tydek, and he goes, Hey, so I want to do a gritty reboot of Firefly. Man, that is a spot-on Joss Whedon impression. And Alan Tydick is like, I'm too busy doing every Disney animated film. Fuck off. (laughs) You know I'm in, is what he says. And Joss goes, okay, you're going to have to bear with me here. And then the camera cuts away as they whisper. Um, You know, not in, not that doesn't happen in the movie, but that's me. That's me. That's me planting something for later. You're directing. Are they whispering like schoolgirls? Like, (laughs) No, no, actually like Joss, like, whispers something in Alan's ear and he goes oh okay gotcha yeah it's 
kind of morose, but kind of like it's something. Something's going to happen. Something's going to right? happen. And so Joss Whedon gets uh, not Fox to uh, sign on. Where did Brooklyn Nine-Nine just go from Fox? NBC. NBC gets NBC to sign up because they're taking everything good Fox has done. Good for them for it. Um, to sign up for a new run of Firefly. Right? And it's going to take place after Serenity. Like, so it's going to be, it's like a reboot, but it's not a reboot. It's like a reboot, but a continuation kind of a thing. We do these sometimes in pop culture. Okay. The gritty reboot that's like setting up new things and new continuity, but also is still part of the main timeline. Saved by the Bell the College Years. Yeah. Um, there's a handful of examples of this. Was <laughs> that really a gritty reboot? <laughs> I mean I mean it was a not funny reboot. <laughs> I mean, didn't Zach Morris get addicted to cocaine in that one? Or something. Like he got hooked on drugs for He a bit. should have. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm not I'm not misremembering that, right? Zach Morris got addicted to a drug on that show. Um, I think in the college years. Okay, you know what? That's a wait, tangent. Give for me one time. second. Give me one second. <laughs> give me one second. What is our podcast if we don't follow tangents? <laughs> Us talking about the topic we chose. What? I think you're thinking of Mark Paul Gosler. Okay. Okay. He definitely got addicted to. Well, I know he got addicted to drugs in real life, but I'm pretty sure yeah. there was someone who had a drug problem in the show. Anyways. Regardless, regardless, doesn't matter. So, NBC's like, okay, so we're doing this new Firefly show. We're just going to call it Firefly. You know, we got everyone's favorite Baldwin back for it. Um, Nathan Fillion's too busy, but we'll, it'll be fine. It's going to focus on Jane and his crew, right? Like, Jane takes over, gets his own ship, and the other crew will be auxiliary characters that come in and out occasionally, right? So we got this, and NBC's just straight up, like, three seasons. Just telling you now, three seasons. It starts with a two-hour movie, right? And the two-hour movie is all about Wash and Zoe, right? It's just, like, the two of them. It takes place after Serenity. Somehow, Wash is alive. And that's weird because they buried him in Serenity. Right, yeah. No, it's bizarre. <clears throat> like, that's, like, the thing is, like, no one knows how Wash is alive. Like, everything is clearly taking place after Serenity. Wash should not be alive. But he is. And he, it's him and Zoe on a ship doing their things. And t after about three quarters of the way through, time starts to progress very quickly. Right? Like, all of a sudden, you know, there's, like, a time... Like they, their ship gets hit, and the power goes out. And then it comes back on, and everyone's, like, 15 years older. They've got a kid. You know, it happens again. Until we see them at the very end. You know, there's maybe, like, 10 minutes left. And they're old. And Wash is there dying of old age. In Zoe's arms. And then it cuts. And we see Wash with the pipe through his chest. Oh, God! <laughs> So it's a Jacob's Ladder scenario. It was all his, it was all his dying dream. And that's it. There's no more Firefly. There's no more Serenity after that. The three seasons was all bullshit. It was just that. And the gritty reboot is not a Firefly, but is of everyone's hearts. 
shattering. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I, I saw it. I started to see it coming, and I was just like, no. No. That's how Joss does it. You, you know it's coming, and you're still not ready for it. Oh my god. Ben, did that hurt as much as I thought it hurted? No, but only because Disney's going to be buying Fox, so they'll get the rights to Firefly, and Joss Whedon will be like, I made all the Avengers money, give me my show back. <laughs> he might. Would that make Zoe? No, no who, that, who on the crew is a Disney princess then? Um, it's gotta be Kaylee, right? Kaylee's definitely Kaylee's a gotta princess. become a Disney princess. Okay, okay, tangent <laughs> upon tangent. Oh my god. I mean, it's traumatic. I don't know how you can do a grittier reboot than Wash is still dead and also there's no more. There's still no more. Ugh. That's, yeah, Jafar, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ben. That was, that was as gritty as you can reboot. I'm sorry, you have doomed the people of 20XX. I want to live in that world, but this was so fucking gritty. That was a world that I would like. I would love to play a Witcher 3 length game in, Ben. I will play as Banana Skank Ben, savior of Ska 20XX. Um, oh, that is definitely the name of my Ska album. <laughs> I, I loved it. I loved it too much. It wasn't gritty enough. Jafar tore my heart out of my chest and ate it. And then... I'm not going to win a single point this whole goddamn game, am I? <laughs> you might. Next match is Chris versus Ben. Ugh. Well, you have to you have to come in last for us to to get the three way tie, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh God, man. Well, you know what? Now I'm angry. Now I'm salty. And now the world just doesn't make sense. So I'm going with 2016 clown sightings. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm going with Gritty Reboot. <laughs> All right. Your criteria in the last match before the finals is, which fad is just the most bitchin'? Chris? That's pretty broad. So what I think is the most bitchin' about Gritty Reboots is that you come in with a set of expectations. Uh, it's twofold. You've got, like, you come in with the expectations of the normal of the original source material, Right. Um, so you've got everything that everybody loved about this. And then you have the expectation that you are going to fuck it up, right? Mm -hmm. And you're going to fuck it up in some very predictable way. But the great thing about Gritty Reboots is that you get permission to break the rules, right? You don't have to always kill Electra, right? You can let Electra live, although they still haven't you know yeah eventually that always happens but that's comics right um you could do something like you know like you could have a, a gritty reboot of firefly where they actually did fight for the wrong side yeah <laughs> right mm -hmm. <laughs> but at the end of the first two-hour movie mal dies Right, you can you can totally flip it on its head. Mal is like the charismatic leader who fought for a side that was wrong. All the other people on the ship are like, "Yeah, that maybe we shouldn't have done that." And then the brown coats will rise again. <laughs> the brown coats will oh, rise no. again. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and at the end of the movie, um, he just gets like pounded into a paste. Right, like maybe he gets 
Uh, maybe he's fixing something on the on the start on the outside of the uh, outside of the the firefly. Is it Serenity? It's a firefly, firefly class. class yeah. yeah. So on, on the outside of Serenity, and he's like fixing something, and then a fucking asteroid comes in and smashes him just to like a red smear on the hull. So we're in a uh, executive decision situation where just suddenly Steven Seagal's dead. We're like, oh, okay. Uh, uh. This is a John Leguizamo movie. Okay, I didn't, I didn't expect this. Yeah, I mean, like, Preacher reveals himself to be a person um, who is uh, hiding from, like, allegations of, uh, of like, elder abuse. Like, he, he was, like, really mean to his grandpa. And so he's running away from that. And you're just like, oh... Oh no, he's a bad dude now. Oh no. Oh no. Um, <laughs> and then at the end of it all, right? Uh, you, you're in this brand new universe that you've rebooted. It's it's super gritty. <laughs> and then Wash still dies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I probably just threw this entire thing away, but I'm just I'm so I'm so caught up in Jafar's last answer. <laughs> I'm so, I'm sorry for the trauma it caused you, Chris. <laughs> so gritty reboots are reboots are fun because you get to play with the the expectations that people bring, both because of the original material and with the expectations of the gritty reboot. And so you can do really fun things. You can play with not just the story or the characters, but kind of the medium as well. So that, according to me, is pretty bitchin'. All right, Ben. You know what was bitchin'? August of 2016, when we thought clowns hanging out in the woods was the worst thing that could happen. Oh, fuck. <laughs> End of answer. <laughs> End of debate. Ben gets the point. <laughs> this, is the, this is the darkest of all possible podcast episodes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The world's gotten so fucking weird. Just how many countries do you think had reported clown sightings in, t- in the last few months of 2016? Yeah, it was, it was all over the place. 20. Wow. 20 countries, almost every U.S. state, and 13 Canadian provinces. You know what? Have we proven conclusively that what that, that wasn't just early, advanced, and still secret uh, marketing, marketing for, for it? it? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, we know some of them weren't because people got fucking arrested. <laughs> All right, well, that's or, the end of the match. Or did they? What if they disappeared out of the cop car right after they were arrested? What if they ate the cops because they were actually Pennywise? Anyways. What if there's one right behind you right now, Ben? Oh my god, don't turn around! You can turn around, it's fine. Don't turn around, see my heart breaking. Don't turn around, it's time for the finals. Alright. Alright, what's the the situation, Jafar? After two rounds of matches, Jafar's at three points, Chris is at two points, and Ben is at one point. Well, this this is a this is incredibly disappointing. I I, I, I was never supposed to lose again. <laughs> I I guess we've regressed to the mean. Oh no. <laughs> All right. So, gentlemen, everything's back on the table. Jafar, what is your pick? Um. Well, you know, let me just check in on my Tamagotchi again. Um, he's doing good. And you know what? I think. That's going to be my pick. I think I'm going to go Tamagotchi. All right. And Chris? I'm going to leave no stone unturned, and I'm going to tune in to Toonami. Okay. 
your criteria for the final. Which fad most represents the era it's from? Jafar? Man, like, Tamagotchis came out when the most advanced technology a child had was, like, their shitty non-graphing calculator. Or maybe, like, one of those Yahtzee games that they played on the toilet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's It was, like, not only was it the, uh, not the cutting edge of technology, but it was definitely the cutting edge of toy technology at the time. And the technology that we, at the time, would trust with a child or teenager. Because this is all pre-cell phones, smartphones, everything. But it was really a harbinger of the things to come. It was really representative of the shift that took place shortly after Tamagotchis fell out of uh, pop culture, uh, which is everyone having a device in their pocket that constantly demands their attention. Hmm. A crease? Something, something. Poop, right? Poop emoji. Uh, it's also yeah. It's also where the poop emoji probably comes from. <laughs> Un- unsubstantiated hypothesis. Nothing reminds me of the early '90s like being reminded that if you don't constantly clean the poop off of a small creature, it will die. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, tsunami is kind of like a melting pot, right? So, what you've got in tsunami are, um, a wide variety of different things, but they're all animation of some form, some form, right? We've got uh, very early 3D animation, you know, such as Reboot. Uh, you've got uh, very traditional anime, like stuff that wouldn't have seemed out of place in the 80s, like Outlaw Star. Um, you've got more cutting-edge stuff, like Cowboy Bebop, um, Dragon Ball Z as well. You've also got, um, yeah, more center-of-the-field stuff, like Beast Wars, um, you know, American-made shows, um, like like the big o um the thing about toonami is that before toonami all of these things were either not consumed by the average american youth um or they were very niche right and then after toonami all of these things were so specialized that you went basically to a place for one specific part of it like all of like the kind of weird uh, more adult oriented humor based um, animation stuff goes off to like Adult Swim. Um, you see stuff like you know Rick and Morty. Um, also like mainstream animation. Uh, although it started with The Simpsons, right? But it but it kind of hits its crescendo, and you see all the the main network adult cartoons. Anime goes into basically a <laughs> I won't call it a nosedive, but basically anime becomes very condensed in on itself and. If you are an anime fan, you are an anime fan. And it's not just that you are like a general purpose nerd anymore. Um, and the, the, the period of, of time that Toonami ran from the mid-90s to the early thousands, that was the last point of time where we had this incredible singularity of all these different elements of nerd culture before it became so fragmented and the internet made it so available that if you were into one element of that, you could go off and basically live in a world composed entirely of just that one thing. And I think that Toonami made for more cultured nerds. 
I appreciate both of your answers. But when I what I think, you know, this is what defines the era. There are still great places to where uh, the weeaboos watch their anime today. Uh, I think to, uh, I think Tamagotchis defined mid '90s toys along with Furbies and other electronic toys. Uh, oh man, Furbies! Why the fuck did one of us take Furbies? Um, I kind of did. Yeah. Well, I took digital pets. Like they're. It kind of counts, and I didn't bring them up because, to be perfectly honest, I was terrified of them. Yeah, man, we could do an entire episode about about Furbies. I'd rather not. I'm fucking terrified. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I, <laughs> I, I see you, Jafar. Have I, I never sleep. <laughs> have I ever showed you the best Furby video on the internet? No, but I know my Hold friend on. Joey had one, and we tied a jump rope around it because he had a second floor that looked over... His living room. Mm-hmm. We tied a jump rope to it and had one of the uh, sticks you use to scoop uh, golf balls out of water, and ran the jump rope through that and just lowered <laughs> the Furby down onto his sleeping cat. <laughs> the cat was not pleased. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, I'm going to present to you the best Furby video on the entire internet. It's only 11 seconds long, and that's all it needs. Okay, okay. Are, are you ready? Is that a Furby in a microwave? Yep. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that's terrible. If you want, if you want to talk about that's terrible a distillation of comedic timing into the perfect form of itself. Mmm. <laughs> Cockadoodle-doo. <laughs> and then its head just explodes. Okay, we're getting away from it. Yeah, but we've lost the thread. I've I've lost I've, I've lost the final, and okay. Jafar has won. Jafar, congratulations. Well fought, sir. Well fought. Yep. I mean, uh, Bob is kind of disappointed. You know, the t- the host of Toonami or Tom. Tom. Tom, Tom. Bob was from Reboot. Bob was from Reboot. Bob was from Reboot. Bob you're, is. You're, you're stuck on the Canada animation. <laughs> yeah, Bob is also kind of disappointed in you, but I'm also just I love saying Canada animation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. All right. Well, Chris, uh, you're in second. Means you get to pick the topic for next time. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um. And while you're mulling that topic over, I'm gonna note that we hit the scenario. Uh, we are all perfectly tied right now. What? At twenty points each. Perfectly in total balanced, overall standings. As everything should be. Man, a bunch of people probably just vanished, but luckily none of us here in the bunker did. I bet you there's, like, a group of people where more than half of them vanished for narrative reasons somewhere else. Huh. I'm a, li- I'm a little lost. Don't worry about it. You still gotta see Infinity War, don't you? Damn it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Seriously? Well, that's, that's how he got spoiled for me? <laughs> it's from the comic books! It's literally the first scene of the Infinity War comic book. Like... If you didn't expect it, I don't. I don't know what I can tell you. I have some. Also, I have like two months. I have something to confess. I don't really care about spoilers. That's fine. <laughs> okay, know, Chris. Uh, but I, I just managed to watch Thor Ragnarok because it's now on Netflix. And man, it's great. It's great. It's my birthday. You guys were doing that for weeks, and I didn't get it. <laughs> and now I'm now I'm like, yeah, it's my birthday. <laughs> See the draft bunker? It's like a circle, but. 
freaky circle. <laughs> oh my god, he was he was so that that dude was so hilarious. Ah, uh, that's Taika Waititi. It, it's the director. Yeah. Also yeah. from uh, the fantastic and horror, like tragically under under uh, respected, what we do in the shadows. Which, so if you good. haven't watched what we do in the shadows, it's fantastic. Watch what we do in the shadows. They're making a TV <laughs> show, and I'm super excited. Yeah. So we've um. We've been returning to our roots lately. Um, you know, we've we've kind of come back on uh, some '90s shit, and we mm-hmm. did a '90s a '90s draft, right? Uh, we did '90s movies. '90s movies. '90s movies. Um, we've done music recently, which was a callback to our first one. Mm-hmm. I think that um, I think that I want to I want to you know kind of uh, extend on this. Um, I think next time we're gonna draft bad movies. Okay. Bad movies. Bad movies. Interesting. Mm-hmm. First round pick Zardoz. I mean Ben gets that, but yeah. Yeah. Back uh, yay, I'm back to that. <laughs> First round pick Ben. Woo! <laughs> Alright, well we'll be back at you next week with our bad movies draft. Yep. Oh, that's I'm gonna that's gonna require some pondering. Like do I pick like historically bad movies or do i pick movies jafer likes that are terrible i'm gonna say if it is i'll pick some movies that i like that are terrible let's let's stay away from like um birth of a nation right yeah let's 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 stay away from movies that are evil um yeah thanks as always to the kickstand band for our theme song how it feels you can find their music on the kickstandband.bandcamp.com we also drafted them uh, in our most previous episode. Uh, go catch that, and uh, feel free to shoot us an email at draftuniverse@gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, tell us about your favorite bats or what bat movies we should pick. And join the discussion on Facebook.com/draftuniverse, on Twitter at draftuniverse, or using the hashtag draftuniverse. You can be like Lorianne Gurley and get a shout out on our podcast. Wash is still fucking dead. That is so Sorry. fucking gritty. Sorry about that, man. I feel <laughs> I felt dirty doing it, but it was the grittiest thing I could think of. For a second, I thought that you were just like I thought that you had lost the thread, and then I started to see it come together. And I was like, yeah, I saw you cringe there for a second, and I'm like, oh, I got him. <laughs> All right, see you next week, Internet. See you next week. Bye. Pause for one second. How many cans of soda do you fucking have, Ben? A lot. (laughs) Soda, cans of soda are like the least podcast friendly thing you can drink because the opening of it creates noise and then you cannot close it to stop the noise. I know, but at least I don't have my crazy straw to make all the slurpy sounds. That that might have pushed it into a bit and made it funny, Ben. I'll remember that for next time. Anyways, this is all getting out of, edited out of pod. Um, butt material. Right. Butt material? <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was going rather well. Oh, yeah. we might. Okay. We're That's running one thing. right now. You always keep saying, well, this is button material. And it's like, we, we could have kept this. <laughs> we can totally keep this. And also, we don't need five buttons.